As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Did you ask Pop that question? Let's do it. Welcome to The Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on The Athletic Podcast Network. And it is another edition of Hoops Adjacent on the Athletic NBA Show. David Aldridge. It, it, man, it's 70 degrees here in D.C. today. I don't know what to do. I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt for the first time. Marcus, probably since am near July last year because it's been cold here, man. What's it, what's it like in the bay there, Marcus? It's raining, man. It's Good. raining. Good, I'm glad. But you know what? It's, it's all good. We're tropical people anyway, so it's all good. Uh, I, 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 I'm just proud of the fact that it's not February, and we still managed to put together the blackest podcast the NBA's ever Dude, seen. Dude, I was going to say, this, this, the melanin in this podcast is like next-level melanin. This is like... This is like... Don Cornelius at the in Soul Train 1978 type of melanin. You know what I'm saying? This is ridiculous. Man, we got we got so many uh, black people, and we're not gonna talk about slavery. I don't even know if I'm. You know what I mean? This. Like, <laughs> Re- not gonna talk about reparations or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm on TV one. Like this. Is yeah. like- <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right, man. So we got a we got a good show today, uh, really good show today. First, we we got a man, Chris Hayes from TNT, who is who is doesn't have a game this week because it's all about college hoops this week. Um, joining us from from the palatial estate, and our man Trey Edwards from the Athletic joining us as well. Coming in, Trey's about to go to Chicago to babysit some high school all Americans for a little bit. Yo, yo, Trey, I wanted to ask you this to start, man. I. I don't think I've ever asked you this. So, and the reason why I want to ask you this is, is because of this. Now, your nickname is Black Trey. Okay. I think I know why it is, but I'm a, I want to preface this by saying when I worked at the school newspaper at American University, which is a predominantly white institution in 1984, there were two Davids on the staff. There was me and another guy named David. And I said, right off the rip, we're not doing what y'all always do. I am not going to be Black David. I'm going to be regular David. You're going to be White David. <laughs> and that's how we refer to each other for the next four years. I was regular David, and he was White David. So I'm just wondering what the history of Black Trey is. Don't don't tell me there was a White Trey. No. So <laughs> so now I actually feel good about it, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I say this because the other Trayvon won an Oscar. Trayvon Free. 
Oh, what? Oh, damn. Okay. For two okay. distant strangers. So yeah. me and Trayvon Free were in high school together at Dominguez High School. And uh, he's six foot six. I'm six one. And they were calling me Little Trey, but I'm two months older than him. And I'm like, but I'm tall too. I'm just not that tall. So I refuse <laughs> to be Little Trey. And he's a little bit lighter complected than me. So I'm like, I'll be Black Trey, you know? <laughs> and we can go that way. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to be Little Trey. We're just not going to do that. So, that's so how what I was he? So what was Trayvon Free? Big what Trey. Was he? Big he was Trey. big. So it's Big Trey and Black Trey. Yeah. But they okay, tried but to know, do. But they tried but, to do Big Trey, Little Trey. And okay, I'm but like, that makes no sense logically. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> but but Trey, Trayvon ain't like yellow. Like you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, he kind of Black Trey too. You act yeah. like you out here. I'm a star. Like y'all about one like, complexion different. Like, he could, couldn't he be like beige Trey or something like that? <laughs> so caramel Trey. You know, <laughs> hey, that's why I feel attacked because DA talking about from the top that the Melanie ha- ha- has jumped up on this oh, episode. I, I, I take per- I, I think I'm I think I'm totally responsible. You for Black that. Chris, yeah, you Black Chris. <laughs> you definitely is Black Chris for sure. I we think had, that's ninety percent me. I think I'm Hayes, the ninety percent reason Hayes, for the We've never had four black people. On, in fact, I didn't know it was legal until yesterday. I didn't know that you could legally it still might have not be. four black people. On it. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like four states. This won't be able to air. <laughs> It'll be on tape delay and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? That dude, Chris, said, I feel attacked. So I feel attacked. Oh, damn. Hey, Chris, you feel. If you, if you feel bad, Chris, this is this is what happened too. I ran into uh, Pops Vonsu. That's yeah, my dude. Yeah. And yeah, it used yeah. to it used to be a running joke of who was the darkest: me, Pops, Pooh Jetter, and Steve Moore. Oh damn! And, and I see I seen Pops, and I was like, "You got me, you might got me, you might got me, brother." Man, there wasn't no recount of that. They didn't have that no. second no. ballot. Hey, yeah. There's a, there's a there's a lot of people who don't understand what we're talking about. Y'all should know Man. that. This is a common black dialogue, right? Like exactly. we, we, we we share in these conversations. Right. Right? I thought you couldn't talk about race. What's going on? I don't understand. Yeah. Well. yeah. I, I thought I heard I t- every black joke until I uh, met Chris. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I typically win all those those contests that uh, those- Black Trey is talking about. I'm typically the winner in any circle. I, I have yet, you know, I went to Nigeria for the first time. In let me see, October. Yeah, October. Went there for a wedding. And I thought, me being my complexion, I thought I was gonna fit in. Because I you mm. hear about everybody being hassled and being scammed. And I was getting scammed left and right. So even with my dark complexion, they could still tell that my darkness wasn't their darkness. You know, right, it's, it's right, a right. different, <laughs> it's a different level of complexity. It's a different like, hue, oh, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a different, yeah. Like, that humidity over there, it, it makes yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if they got a shine to their blackness. I think that's it's, what it's it different. is. It's different. different level, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No question. No question. No question. Hey, um, and for the record, all of it is beautiful and amazing. Oh, all exactly. of it. All of it. Exactly. All, the black of, it. Love the all of our juice. people. We Let's love go. all of our people. Even though it, it gets, you know, we have some internal dialogues that we have sometimes. <laughs> but it's all good. Just letting y'all in. It's all good. Let's bring DA.
NBA into the conversation here. Welcome to Who Comma is adjacent on the Athletic Podcast Network. Turned it on and I heard Shaq with the barbs like the bullshit and braggadocia. I was transported right back into it. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I think I rap better than Shaq. With David, David Aldridge. Oh, he's totally playing him. Yes. <laughs> And then he had their lungs out in front of everybody on TV. Michael was not your friend. It was popping in that. And Marcus Thompson. I just can't get with this idea of taking one hour of content yeah. and finding the morsel that might pop and blowing at him. Who's the Jason? Jason. Welcome to Hoop. Five, four, we have ignition. And it is another edition of Hoop. Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, Let's start with the dubs. Who's the blackest NBA player? My bad. He said, he said, hey, since we're talking about melanin, let's go to the Warriors with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. I was talking about Draymond coming back. Oh, real quick, DA, real quick, DA. I know before we go, I got a story about that. You talked about the Warriors. I was covering the Cavs my first year. And this is when LeBron came back to Cleveland after okay. the Miami stint. Right. And this was when the Warriors are certain, you know, starting to get on their surge. And it was like taking a lot of limelight away from the Cavs. So I go, this is probably around the November, December. I go in the locker room and they're watching the Warriors on the game in the locker room after the game. It was like, man, nobody, none of y'all media never ripped the Warriors. None of y'all never ripped the Warriors. I'm not gonna say any names. There's a few of them, a few of the cast players. I'm like, rip them for what? I'm like, rip them for what? Like, it, it, it's, it's fun, it's exciting. He's like, nah, I know why y'all don't rip, I know why y'all don't criticize them like y'all criticize us. And I asked him, like, why? He said, because they all look white. Clay, Steph, Iguodala, they all look white. That's why y'all don't criticize. They light skin. I was like, whoa. It took me, it took me by it. it this conversation we were just having, that, that, that brought that up. So I felt like, In hey, what it was world does Andre Iguodala look white? I'm just I thought he was going to say On what planet no, would you say Barbosa. Andre Iguodala looks white? It was Barbosa. <laughs> they mentioned Barbosa, Iguodala, oh Steph, Clay. You know, of course, Man. they had David Lee at the time and um, Andrew Bogut. Is white. <laughs> and Bogut <yeah. laughs> David Lee is white. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think even David Lee would admit he's white. Would it, admits the wrong word. He would he would say, yeah, I'm white. So <laughs> Go ahead, D.A., my bad. Plus he's, plus, he's married to Caroline Wozniacki, so I think he's doing all right. Yeah, that's true. Doing <laughs> lovely. He's doing, he's doing okay. Oh, uh, anyway, listen. So, anyway, the Warriors. So, so, Dre comes back last night, Marcus, and it looked like they had, man, it looked like they were just injected with some real different, like, like turbo fuel when he came back. And I know he's a catalyst for every, a lot of the stuff that they do, but they just look completely, completely different as, as you obviously know when he's on the floor. So how do they, how do they plan to kind of bring him along toward the end of the regular season? Man, it's amazing. Oh, my bad. It is amazing what happens when you put a really good player on the court. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, Draymond is really good, and when you add him, it's funny, too, because Steph, Steph was different. Steph, you know, he just had a pep in his step, like, all right, like his big, mm. like his brother showed up. Like, all right, let's funk. Y'all yeah. want to beef? Like, I got my boys with me now. <laughs> like, that's, like, his shot even looked different. Um, Draymond Green is, like, incredible. I, he's so good at the, 
the in but the, the the stuff that don't show up on the stat sheet, all of that little stuff that really matters when you talk about high level, right? Like mm-hmm. Haynes, you know, high level basketball, it's intricate, man. It comes down to the finer points. So just something as simple as Draymond knows exactly when to deliver the ball. So Steph don't have to do nothing else but catch and shoot, right? Or he's pointing Clay's one play where they're running a break and he's telling Clay the whole time. Cut, cut, cut. Clay cut since 2019, right? He's like, cut, cut. Drops a perfect pass right in the pocket. It's like only one person is doing that. It's Draymond. So you kind of got the sense that they felt like, all right, we're back. I'm telling you, them jokers play one game. One game together. Their first time playing together since 2019. And after the game, Draymond's like, we win the title. Like, <laughs> one, one game. The was like, the yeah, they beat the Wizards right there. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, no. No, we about to yeah. win the title. Like, that's how yeah. they, they, that's how comfortable they place felt. Wizards. The 11th place Wizards in the East. Yeah. He's like, right. oh, boy, y'all in trouble now, boy. You see what we did? You see what we did to Chris Stapps? We about to win the title. Oh, <laughs> Although, Marcus, correct me if I'm wrong, but I I could have sworn that my boy Neto did Neto give did Neto give Curry the sham god? Did I see that right? I know he, he did. Hit him with the he sham did. God? Neto hit him with the sham. Oh my god! Shout, shout out to James Edwards who and Tim Cato who wrote the piece on the original sham guy. Like, but yeah, yeah he yeah. hit Neto was out there. To James too. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He he yeah. did hit him. Uh, I think that's that was kind of the mistake though. Steph turned. Steph was just fine the previous game. He only took like eight shots. He was chilling. They were face guarding him. He's like, "Oh, go ahead, Clay. You're going off." And then Nettle came out trying to make a message, and next thing you know, forty-seven. But I do think it's good. Like, I don't know, Chris. Maybe we just old, right? You know, but. It felt like the 90s was back. It felt like the good old days was back. Like, all right, let's go. You know what I'm saying? We still in here. We still in here. Let's go. So we are some familiarity. Yes, we are. This is a good this is a good jumping off point for for I wanna uh, I wanna ask Trey this because like you said, the 90s is now old, which just blows my mind, but it is. I get it. And and so I just wonder, Trey, like the guys the it, it, you have to. I have to acknowledge this now. There are guys in the NBA playing great who were born after 2000, and that just is like I don't know what to do with that information. And I just wonder, like, from your perspective, because you're around these, you're around a lot of these guys all the time, and just <clears throat> what do you see from them? Not the basketball, because the basketball's fine. They know how to play. They're very talented, but just the kind of, and I don't even mean maturity in the sense that I think they're immature. I just think there's so many young guys playing at a high level. I just wonder about that institutional knowledge that, that teams always depended on the old heads to give. The old heads would tell you how, when to show up, how to dress, where to go. If you need your haircut, go to this spot. You need the soul food, go to this spot. How is that being compensated for in this era of players? Well, I mean, they know it all at this point. That's how they feel until, you know, and sometimes that's why they, you know, you're dealing with a, you know, a a star or a young person that has the keys to the franchise early that's already complaining or pointing a finger and and don't have that vet to hold them accountable. You know what I mean? Like back in the day in the 90s locker rooms, you got a vet, you get slapped across the face and now, you you know, (laughs) you're, you're fixing it all up. And versus this situation, there's some kids that, aren't really they 
they're very talented, but I don't think they love the game as much. They're not even watching other teams play. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're right. on Instagram. They're doing all the things that they want to do. But like at the end of the day, that's why the fans get even more frustrated. Cause it's like, well, why are you not in the gym or why are you not doing this? You're partying more than you're doing this. And you know, they're more, they, they're already given what most players had to work hard for to get. You're you already get the fame from high school. You got a verified check. You got all this other stuff. You got now NIL deals. So the money's there. You don't really have to be great anymore. Now, what's really pushing you? Because back in the day, it's like, you know, guys weren't making multiple million dollars. You know, they were getting 500 grand and all these type of things. And now these guys are seeing more money than they'll ever, you know, see in their lives before they even play a, a single game. So, yeah. you know, there's guys talking about leaving $500,000 brand deals for no reason. Like, uh, I don't need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're just like, what? Y'all at this point now? But I mean, you know, it comes to a point where some people, you know, in the, in the words of Michael Irvin, we're losing recipes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And someone has to sit them down. Like the Jordan doc was great for some of those kids. Like Trey Young, first time seeing Michael Jordan play, like, like intensity wise, him lifting, you know, all that type of stuff motivated them. You know, all they know is LeBron. Most of those kids yeah. were born in 2099. So not saying that LeBron is not a good example because he works his, you know, he, he works his butt off, you know what I mean? And to yeah, an yeah. extent, you know what I mean? But I just think that they don't, they don't know what it takes. And I think a lot of them claim to be Kobe disciples and they don't understand how hard he worked as well. You know what I mean? Like it's just all oh, Mamba mentality and this and that. And it's like, no, you're going to make $300 million, but you're never going to win because you aren't committed to this game as much. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Yeah. And who, t- I mean, who tells them that truth? And Haynes jumping in on this, who tells them that truth? Cause you, Haynes, you're around these guys all the time. And I just, that's what worries me is that I don't know who's in their ear. Cause I know parents believe every parent believes their son is the greatest player of all time. I understand that, but I'm not even talking about the parents. I'm just talking about the, the entourage for lack of a better word. And I don't even mean the entourage in the, in the negative sense, but people that they trust. Right. But are they getting the truth about how hard this is about hard, how hard it is to win in this league. Cause it's damn hard to win in this league uh, still. And I just wonder who's, whose counsel they are really taking, you know, I think it gets to a point where, you know, like John Morant said, his dad is his first hater. Right. Yeah. It's very rare, but I think sooner or later he's going to tune his dad out. Like you ain't never hooped. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it gets to that point. Right? And it's, it's a lot of people that don't have a say where say, well, that's just them. That's normally the go-to. Well, that's just them. And there's no correction to it. So, you know, some are, some are going to be able to get past it. And then some are really going to struggle by hearing yes, 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 or whatever. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, these guys are very talented and they can get by, but then you look at it like, I think Draymond mentioned how, uh, the small percentage of high IQ it is in the league. Yeah. Where those plays where talent can only get you so far. Now, you know, you got Nick Nurse throwing a box of one at you. How are you going to play through that? How, you know what I mean? You got 
Eric Spoelstra sending a double. How are you going to make the play off of that? You know what I mean? And some guys have never seen that. You know what I mean? So, and they've relied on their athleticism, but the athleticism is met on this level because these are some of the best talent that we've ever seen. I hate to, I hate to be that old head. You know, I turned 40 a couple months ago and uh, I, I'm getting to a point. I, I understand our grandparents now. When we were kids, we would yep. trip out when our grandparents would say anything. And I'm like, man, they, Grandpa, you ain't got no filter. Grandma, what, you, you don't want to hold that in? You know what? They, they, they too old to hold it in. Like, there's no yep. point in doing it. So I, I feel like I'm getting to that point as I get older. But, you know, DA, a, lot, a large part of the problem is with social media is that these guys like Trey hit on, these players, they've already got a million followers before they even reach the league. Right. They are somebody before they even get there. There's somebody that, that they are somebody that is wanted. Um, somebody who looks as a star. And it's funny, all these high school um, five-star players, a lot of them don't even make it to the league. And I go look at their social media and they got 2 million, 3 million. And they didn't even pan out. Right. And so what happens is they got, they got too into what they were at the current time and didn't um, they didn't improve their game. They didn't work on it and get to that next level. And I think, you know, a, lot, a large part, yes, I think a lot of the young, you know, young guys, they look at highlights more than they look at the totality of a game. Right. And that that has hurt. And I wanted to pick y'all um, pick y'all brain on a, a topic later on about the about the use of social media 24-7. TV 24-7 online on how that is plaguing the younger generation when it comes to criticism. Oh, of course. now yeah. mental health and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I, that that I, this generation is called soft. And I think to a degree, I think we can make some claims that that may be the case. But then there's a lot of things that this younger generation has to deal with that even Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, them sure. didn't have to deal with in their time. Sure. All right, I hate to be the guy, so, but uh -oh. somebody's got to defend the new generation, right? Somebody's got to defend the kids. I'm not hating on them. I'm worried for them. I'm worried for them. I'm talking about the people who are listening, who are using your words as attack on the, the, the current generation. I'm not saying you are attacking generation. You're just using the similar words, right? So their defense, this is their weed out process. This is how you separate the people who are going to make it and the people who don't, their, their distraction is different. George's distraction was cocaine, right? Like there are plenty of players from the seventies who didn't pan out, right? Like there are plenty of people who didn't, this is just their version of the same thing that yeah. players we grew up went through. And th there's a weed out process. Only the great ones will survive. We do know that. So when they do make it, we will be able to have a genuine, appreciation and respect for the great ones, the ones who win championships, right? Because there's going to be a wake of people who didn't make it because they were too busy appeasing their million followers from high school, right? So I, I feel I'm, I'm really 1,000% with y'all, but I'm just on the, on the side of the devil's advocate. To me, this looks like, okay, we had to get through the crack epidemic. They got to get through the social media epidemic. Either way, you right. got to figure out a way 
to rise above it. And some of these guys will. And you can look at previous generations of something. There's a bunch of really talented players who hit a ceiling and they couldn't, you know, get over that for whatever reason. But so we will have a respect for the ones that arrive out of this generation and be elite because they went through a wholly unique experience. Marcus, so what's the qualification for rising above it? Because I can make the case that a lot of guys feel like rising above it is just making it to they the They already league. made it. They already made yeah, it. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, well, and that, in this conversation, it's going to be championships, right? But longevity is another part. Yeah, but right? they don't. Like, but people say ring cha- ring culture is wrong. I think it should be reaching your greatest point. Yeah. Re- reaching the greatest version of you as a player. Yeah. Yeah. I, and also, and, like, for yeah. a while, like, it's not a flash in the pan. Like, we respect Reggie Miller because that dude did, like, he got buckets for a decade. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like over time, if you've sustained your greatness, yeah, you're going to take L's. Yeah, you're going to struggle. Their big, you know what their big problem is? Their problem is they are raised in a generation of people who will troll without respective context. So even even, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. their failures Mm -hmm. are going to be multiplied just because like, yes. Yeah. Like their basic basketball failure. Like if you just lose, which I hate to break it to you, people lose in basketball, but if you (laughs) lose, that is a sign of your unworthiness where that's new. Like, you know, nobody was saying Charles Barkley wasn't great. Right, well, he got criticism, uh, but no, he got criticism. Uh, but uh, nobody was saying Charles Barkley wasn't great. They were saying he wasn't as good as Jordan, but nobody well, but, was saying he wasn't but, great. Yeah, but now, but if you that, lose, you're trash. Like you're not right. even good. <laughs> right? Look, no, no, you're not even really, a good player anymore. <laughs> look, nine, uh, circa 1990. If you just read newspapers about Michael Jordan, they all started with the same sentence: Michael Jordan, who does not make his teammates any better. And then go on with whatever you want to say. That's that's what people thought of Michael Jordan in 1990. Great player doesn't make his teammates but better. That's what I'm saying. That's different, win. though. The acknowledgement that you're a great player that that doesn't go away. If yeah, you're but that great. criticism was deep. Yeah, that was but real now, criticism. That's different, though. Now it's you're not even worthy. Like yeah, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna yeah. have a whole pile a whole segment of the population are gonna spend their time denigrating you as completely unworthy. Like that's, that's right, right. That, that's, and that's different. And that's and it is it is different. That was the point I was hitting on earlier with the rise of social media, where everybody has a platform, right? And so Michael Jordan, the guys in the you know nineties, eighties, they can go get booed in the arena, then they can leave and go home. They might get booed in a restaurant or something like that. But <laughs> everybody, that's why Charles Barkley refuses to get a social media. He said, I'm not going to sit there and, and look exactly. at people say some that's things. That's my to, point. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to he's participate a, in it. He's the smartest man alive, it's, though, to be honest. But it's tough, DA. It's tough, DA, because he obviously, he you know, with social yeah. media, it, it increases your brand. <laughs> and so I'm think old. about it. So right. think, no, Charles. So yeah, think Charles about old. Yeah, Charles old. Yeah, but think about it. So if you got Twitter, you got Facebook, you got Instagram, you got Snapchat, you have TikTok. So if you have millions of followers on each platform, everybody has an avenue to reach you. It's unavoidable. And it's all on your phone. Everybody right. is on their phone right. for whatever right. reason. So this is my, I have a solution. 
I have a solution to this problem because I, because Marcus, DA, we all, this is the problem I had back in the day when we grew up, right? If we had something negative to say about an uh, individual, if we said it, we knew, depending on the individual, that there would be a consequence. And that's the problem I had. And so if I was willing to take on that consequence, then I'm going to say it. If I wasn't willing to say it, I'm going to keep it in my mind. But it's never going to yeah. utter out. Nowadays, yeah. everybody wants to say, everybody's a tough guy. So this is my solution. It's never going to happen. Everybody, everybody on any social media platform should be verified. Everybody mm -hmm. should be verified. I'm Name, talking just how like I went to. Um, I'm I talking to TSA verified. I'm talking about real ID verified. Clear verified. Social security number verified. I want your face, license number, social security. Everybody verified. So no, there's no. Your grandma name, name all that. Yeah. Put it all. No, so, so, so no hiding. So no right. hiding. So no whatever you say, none of that. Yeah, yeah whatever you say. There's, there's a consequence. If it's something that can be controversial, meaning you can get fired, but there's still stupid people out there that have their jobs in their bio and they say stupid things and end up getting fired. <laughs> but my point is everybody's verified. No punking out. If you're going to say something, say it with your chest and suffer the consequences if your comments uh, equal, you know, equal controversy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, my, that's I my solution. No, I, I think it's a good solution, but I come back to... It'll never happen. You're, you just, you just killed social those, media. You know, all <laughs> those things you talked about, like being on all of all of the social media platforms, how does participating in that make you a better basketball player? That's all I want to know. The, prob the problem, the, <laughs> how here's does it the make problem. you a better player? Here, the, the problem, though, DA, is there, it's not like, see, Charles is choosing not to participate in something he's never participated in. What right. they would have to do is get to a point where they say, okay, I'm done. Because they've been on it since they were 12, right? It's been a right. part of their life. So that's the part where it's difficult. It's constant. Like, it's a constant part of their life. So now to take it away, like, man, that's like saying, hey, man, no more sex now that you're a pro. Like, oh, <laughs> I mean. Hold up, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, I mean exactly. to be fair, though, you can hire somebody to run your account. Exactly. And then you, and then you also that's can. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's, it's, but, it's but the culture, but the culture you've been participate in this. But the culture <laughs> you have been though, you kind of do. Like, okay, but you can't uh, do it for you can't do it for eight amen. years and get then you a be burner. Like, get you a burner, man. Get you, okay, get you, you got the burner. burner. Social media is one aspect. Now there's still a 24 hour news cycle online. Yeah, yeah. TV, right. it's 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 unescapable. Okay, so I, I, I've said this many a uh, couple years ago, but I, it's worth repeating because it's, it's germane to this topic. So ESPN comes out with this stupid list, preseason list of the top 50 players or the top 100 players or whatever. And, of course, Carmelo was lower than he should have been. Everybody, all the players went nuts. And I literally DM'd CJ McCollum because and and, CJ went on Twitter and said, this is stupid. And I literally went on, DM'd him and said, why do you care what ESPN says about, about who the top 100 players are? Ain't none of those writers ever played in an NBA game, never going to play in an NBA game. You know who the good players are. Why do you care what they say? And it's like, well, because it gets out there and people believe it. And I said, but why do you care what people who don't play in the NBA believe about who's good in the NBA? 
Like y'all know you play. You're in the yeah. league. You know who the good players I, I can, are. I can, I can answer this. So it's more so what everybody else is thinking and what everybody else has to defend. Because exactly. They're still, they're, still, they're still human at the end of the day. The same way how I would probably go hard for y'all and be like, y'all don't know them. You know what I'm saying? Because right, right. people be like, oh, they corny or I don't do that. And I'm like, okay, but uh, they, you know, you don't even know them like that. So in basketball conversations, how it I is. I ain't going hard for y'all. I don't know y'all either. Be like, hey, man. <laughs> I, I hope Trey survive. I hope he can do it. Hey, nah, I'm good, bro. I, hey, I'm good all the time, man. Damn, I'm man. Hayes was my guy. They got him. Ah. <laughs> I'm falling on the mind, man. But like overall, like these dudes obviously care. They check. They read. I know a bunch of players with the athletic subscription that be reading and be like, yo, why he say that? And I'll be like, Hey man, they doing their job. At the end of the day, they, they get to be subjective to that. Now y'all got, it's so much different stuff. Now how we consume even stories, yeah. right? Yeah. We got yeah. one troll account. That's amazing right now. I ain't gonna shout them out. Cause they didn't get no free pub from me, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I will say, that it's gotten so hungry that people are quoting fake quotes. That's one thing. That's messing right. up the game, for one. Yeah, yeah. Then secondly, you get a leak from an agent. You get a leak from a player. You get a leak from a locker room. That yeah. creates another story. And now the players are looking at everybody wrong. The, the fans are looking at everybody. Everybody feels like they're being lied to, right? Yeah, yeah. But then, but then now you get these rankings that say, Oh, I'm not as good. You, they, these players have been told how great they were since they were in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And now you're finally telling me that I'm not worthy to be on some list, whether they don't like you or not, they respect you enough as ESPN being the world leader, right? They're going to take anything published on there as serious as it possibly can. Even if they say, I don't like that dude, they still going to turn it on in the morning when they eat their breakfast or yeah. when they doing their morning stretch. Just because yeah. that's all they know. It's a brand yeah. name. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Are you struggling to close deals? B2B selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high-value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals, and show you hidden allies so that you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's 1 billion member platform, Sales Navigator gives you up-to-date first-party data, enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash show 23 That's linkedin.com slash show 23 for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash NBA show 23 and get started. You know I mean? DA, you were yeah. in the middle of, I had a conversation with somebody a couple of days ago 
you came up and you had a tweet last week. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's something similar to this. Nikola Jokic, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Nikola Jokic, yeah. you had a tweet, and I agree with you completely. For those that don't That know, was hella funny, though, by the way. <laughs> I, I, it, was dead, it was dead serious. And I got a call from my brother, Jared Jeffries, who I know, DA, and all, all you guys mm-hmm. know Jared Jeffries. Yeah. I got a call from Jared Jeffries. We were talking about your tweet, and I said, I agree wholeheartedly. Basically, DA's tweet was... Uh, everybody seemed like they're clamoring for like, we're not giving the Joker his respect. Why is he not being mentioned in the MVP? And DA was like, have you forgotten? He is the reigning He's MVP. He's the MVP. <laughs> He's the reigning. <laughs> so, he so. got 93 of 100 hey. votes last year. What are you talking about? Hey, DA, hey, DA, hey, DA, you know what the answer to that is? Why you got to bring up old stuff? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just just seven months ago. But so Jerry Jeffries calls me. You know, he used to be front office with the Nuggets. And he was like, why are y'all not giving the Joker the pub, enough pub? And I had to tell him this. And this is this goes to another point, DA, Trey, Marcus. I said, when have you seen, he was talking about talk shows and all that stuff. I said, when's the last time you seen a talk show talk just about basketball? I said, when was the last time you seen a talk show talk about just someone's performance? Most of the time, if it's ESPN, FS1, whatever these big platforms are, most of the time it's about a trade that's looming, disgruntled something. something Transactional. When's the last time there was a show just talking about performance? I said, so he's not being disrespected. First of all, the Joker has no social media presence. He's not on social media. So that may hurt him a little bit because nobody really knows about Joker. Nobody knows mm-hmm. like his personality. And so right. meanwhile, my why he may not be the topic of discussion on a daily basis, we respect the hell out of him because we voted him almost unanimously MVP. Exactly. Like, what do you want? Point. Like, what do you, you want? That's the point I'm much making. That's what I'm talking about. Like, it's not like he finished eighth here? in MVP voting last year. Like, he what are we talking about? Almost. Hey, unanimously i feel the same way about the books yeah I, exactly. I, get, I get my arm twisted and i'm like they're still a champs we get it like but what <laughs> right. do you want us to do like yeah, say right. that they're going to repeat like i mean we are focusing on the players that are playing well the people who are challenging you guys who are already there yeah it's, it's also a straw man. It's also a straw man. Well, of course. Like, how do you even quantify this, right? Like, yeah. are you adding up that I looked and there were only 32% of tweets about Jokic? There should be 63 because he's in, like, you just, it's a straw man. People ain't talking about, nobody talks about, like, man, it's a billion people on Twitter. Hella people are talking about it. Like, you just make up a straw man argument. So, well, exactly. I don't even know why dry- they bother with that. I don't, I don't, I don't even understand it. How do you well, measure it, comes, it? Yeah, it comes back to there's a lot of people on social media that are just there to troll and to call, you know, stir shit up, and then just, and again, like, who? Tell me yeah. the people who aren't giving Jokic love. Tell me, give me names of people. They, they just that want. Don't, <laughs> you know they, what I mean? They like, want. <laughs> the thing. They want us to talk about him every day. And look, yeah. we can we can make a case that NFL. No, nothing nothing takes like their free agency is not bigger than the game yeah the nba ethan strauss touches on this a few times on some stories but i, I don't know like is the nba games more viewed as more important than a potential trade 
free agent transaction, what somebody's going to do. And right. I don't know the, the answer to that, but I know there's some issues there, right there. Yes. And so, <laughs> should we spend more time talking about games? Because really, that was Kevin Durant. Mark, talk, Marcus Thompson, I think you remember that too. KD tells all the time when he was with the Warriors. Like, man, y'all don't pay attention to the game, man. Pay attention to the basketball. I'm like, bro, you a free agent in three months. <laughs> right. You ain't talked to your teammates in five months. Like, we're watching you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we know you right. can score 30. You know right, what I mean? Right, like that, that's right. irrelevant. Like, what are you gonna yeah, do? We know you're great. <laughs> he like, but he like, but I'm shooting 80% from the right <laughs> elbow, though. Talk about that. Talk about that. <laughs> and I, it gets, yeah, it just I don't know. I just it just I couldn't but, I still, but we but, we but, had but, we had Will Barton on. We talked about Jokic for 20 minutes. Like here, yeah, so this is like, my problem like, with it. This is my problem with it. The whole straw man argument, right? They they're only talking about uh, one or two shows. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking right. about what people are talking about. We can talk about Jokic today, blue in the face, and they're like, oh, okay, well, that has leveled out his, <laughs> right? Now his <laughs> his portion of conversation has increased. It's like, no, they're talking about what they see on TV. That's what matters. Yeah, yeah. It's like, right, right, I right. hate when people tell me that, like, nobody said, I, nobody said it. Bro, I got like three articles on it. Like, what else do you want me to do? Like, I, there's nothing else I can do. Nobody right. said it. So, so you're telling me I'm nobody? My mama didn't name me nobody, right? right. Like, so, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. All, and so it's, it's all fake. It's all kind of manufactured. And that's the crazy part about the Rankins. It's like, at this point, they should understand that the whole point of the Rankins is designed to create that reaction. It's not actually yeah, to rank. Exactly. It's to create the reaction from the Rankins. So you yeah. fall in for the banana in the tailpipe every that's time you saying. fall for like, it. You're, you're concentrating on the wrong stuff. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Is that you you're 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 emphasizing things that have no relevance to your actual job. <laughs> you know, but see, your this job is why is to be a great basketball right? yeah. player. That's this is what job. I want to I want to know this from you, Chris. And you know, DA, you you're a Hall of Famer, right? So like you don't count. You allegedly. <laughs> like me, you know, Chris, we you know, we essentially came up together. And so we've been in the rat race. Right. We know what it's like where you got to watch what other people saying. And maybe you don't want to report this stuff. You want to focus on basketball, but you can't. How does it feel, Chris, to be above the fray? You know, Chris is like, hey, I'm, when I sit down and talk to a player, we talking about, you know, it's not about drama. Like, how does it feel to to have elevated to this level where you don't deal with what us peons deal with. I want to know what the air is like up there. <laughs> Look at the way he was saying it. Look at it. <laughs> you know, I got lofty in the voice because there's a, there's a certain airiness about that level. You you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, man, you something else, man. I, I would say this, like, the grind was real. Like, when I went to, when I went to ESPN, I went to cover the Warriors. I didn't want to cover the Warriors. My plan was, because before that, I was in Cleveland. And I took that job covering the Cavaliers for a plane dealer because I felt like that would be my next step to being a national reporter. And so I go to cover the cast for two years, and then ESPN calls, and they want me to cover the Warriors. And so I'm like, man, hold on. What, what I was, I was like, what does that look like, even though I'm not a player? What does that look like in the heat of this rivalry? Me going to cover the Cavs and then covering the Warriors, like right then. 
And so I felt a certain right. type of way. And I was like, man, I'm like, man, I felt like I've reached national status already. Like I said, that should be my role. You know, it's like, well, we need you on the wars. And it even got to a point, the first, the first practice, no, first game the Warriors had when I'm covering the Warriors, I go in the locker room. Draymond approaches I remember me. this. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, bro, in all seriousness, no smile on his face. Bro, what you doing here? I'm like, what you mean what I'm doing here? I'm covering the Warriors. Nah, the Cavs sent you over here. Bron sent you over here. I'm like, what you talking about, Dre? Nah, they brought, they sent you over here to spy on us. I ain't telling you, we ain't telling you nothing. Just, just know that. We, and he was dead serious, bro. I was like, man, that's why I didn't want to cover the Warriors, man. That's why. This is why. Hey, dead <laughs> serious, right? Dead that's the serious. same Draymond. That's the same Draymond that was texting KD six seconds after the series ended. Oh, hey, come join us. Oh <laughs> man, dead, dead serious. But I, I, I brought that up. I, I kind of went away, but I brought that up. You know, when I was at ESPN, I had to. Um, you know, I like producing my own content, and then when you at ESPN, they want you covering everything. So I had to cover yeah. whatever whatever was said on top of getting my own exclusive content. And so I, that that was that was a real grind right there. So it, it was good when I was able to to reach national status really full time that I was able to um you know d- do the content that I want to do. And so no it, it definitely feels good but as you know you got to go through that grind. We all went through it in in some levels of, of degree or not. And uh you know I'm just fortunate right now. I'm the non I'm the non-traditional guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I just be in the tunnel randomly, like, what's up, gang? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, Trey, Trey always in a place I want to be. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? Be like, like oh, I just be like, hey, man, how do I get there? He always in a place I can't get to. <laughs> and then be talking about what's up, you know? What's I up, wish, Mark? No, I, On a, no, I wish look, I could write. He, he looking through the I fence like, hey, what's up, man? I'm going to holler at you when I, I'm gonna holler at you when I get back to your side. Right, I, promise, right, right. I promise you, I wish I could write, man. When, honestly, I, when like, I get out this club that everybody wants to get into, I come over and talk to you. The first, <laughs> time, I, the first time, the time I met Haynes, the first time I met Haynes in the tunnel, and I was like, yo, he like, yo, uh, I'm like, yo, I'm Black Trey. He looked, and this is right when I had said something about Draymond, but I know Dre, so I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I dapped him up after, but, like, my main thing is when I joke on Twitter, people really think, like, oh, I hate Bron, or I, you know what I mean? Or I'm saying mm. this about these players. I talk to these players all the time, so it ain't, like, it's some, like, friction or something like that. I'm like, I'm really, I would text this person this. I'm just taking it to, a, you know, yeah. to, to welcome everybody in with what <laughs> I'm seeing, you know what I mean, right. in this situation. So when, you know, I, I joined the Athletic and I got the credential, a lot of dudes was like, they let you in here? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they let you in here, bro. What you doing, bro? I'm like, bro, I don't need a story, but, you know. But then also, yeah. it helps my brothers out, too. Like, Chris could text me. Marcus could text me. Like, hey, what's what's the name number? I'm going to shoot it to him. Yeah. Like, oh, whatever you need. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I ain't really tripping off of it. Like, if I can be that leaf of that, but like, I think, I think you're in a, I love the position you're in, Trey. I really do. I think you, you're in this great position where, where the guys trust you, but they also know, like, you got to keep it a hundred with them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? And I just, again, I just think there's so few people in their lives that do that for them, you know, and they need to, they need a truth teller I mean, in their I, world. I think they respect me because they played against me during the lockout. 
Like, yeah. I mean, when I was with Brandon, I would travel all over and we would play and, you know, they knew me. Like, I actually could play at one point in time. So, like, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, I'm about to take somebody roster spot. But when I could say, I never call any player trash, any of the 450. I know how hard it takes to get there and yeah. all that other stuff. But I try to be mindful and I always tell them the same thing. If you're not balling, I'm not going to mention you. If you yeah. playing well, cool. But you rather me mention you than anything. You know, because yeah. I don't get into the whole drama and I, I understand the business, too, of it. But I'm also if I know something, I'm just going to sit on it. Because I and understand that, yeah. I understand the game and a lot of people don't understand that. Like, oh, I knew it first because you <laughs> tweeted out something that Chris probably been sitting on for like six weeks. But he still has right. to wait because <laughs> he got to yeah. write about it, too. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I'm waiting on Chris book. Matter of fact, he go, Woo, that book gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to get that done. But no, nah, we talked <laughs> what Marcus said before about how players nowadays, when you're struggling, let's take Russell Westbrook, for example, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when you're struggling, you're not just not playing well, you're trash. You know yeah. what I mean? You're, 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 yeah. you're, you're all these names, your bees, your, your everything. And that's where I think of, I don't know if anything can be done. Again, I, I brought up my so-called solution on social media. Just verify everybody. I mean, mm -hmm. for celebrities and stuff, give them, a, give them two check marks. But everybody right, has right, to be right. verified <laughs> that yeah, this yeah. is you. That yeah. this is you. That will clean up everything because what's the tennis player's name? I'm sorry. Forgive me. Um, Naomi So she had her thing. Not too long ago, a couple of days ago, where she the started heckler. the heckler started crying yeah. and things like that. And, and at first, I'm gonna I'm be honest with you guys. At first, I was like, man, like, damn, is this are we are we soft? Like a heckler can't say anything. Like it gets mm. to a point. Like, then I have to like really sit back. And my daughter, I have a daughter who's 10 years old, and she's on, she plays Roblox. And so Roblox is this, for people that don't know, it's this like, this, this imaginary world. Expensive imaginary it's, it's, world. It is expensive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the metaverse. It's, it's the, the metaverse. metaverse. Okay. It's yeah. the metaverse for children. And yeah. you go, and they go around like exchanging gifts or exchanging. Like the next Pokemon, right? Yeah, like, like exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So my daughter went to go make a gift exchange with somebody else. And it's to me, I'm looking at some video game. But so what mm -hmm. happened was the guy presented her with one gift, which was a good gift. And my daughter's going to give her this, this gift. And then he gave, my daughter gave the gift to this individual. And then the individual took that good gift back and gave her a small one and left. And my daughter started crying. Oh, she just man. went crazy. Oh, I'm like, what's going on here? He tricked yeah. me. He took this pet. It was like this pet I had. And I couldn't understand it. Like, I couldn't wrap my mind. Like, maybe it's a video game. It's not mm -hmm. real. I'll buy you a pet, Dale. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, I'll right. I'll buy you a pet at, at the Toys right. R Us or whatever. No, it's like, and so I had to, like, with those, like, like, I had to remember, like, with the social media and the way that everybody can get to you in cert certain type of way, mm -hmm. a lot of the people that we may think that were cut out for in the 90s and 80s, probably wouldn't cut up be cut out for it now probably right you're probably I, I got right. and so i have to keep that in context and, and and evaluate how i'm looking at players and athletes and how they handle the critics yeah. and hecklers in social media 
Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And think yeah. about think about our following, right? Once mm-hmm. you pass, I think, like 10,000, right? You pass 10,000. Don't be verified because you got three different tabs, right? Yeah, yeah. From there, you got no names, you got super fans, you got players, you getting all this other stuff, and now you just got to keep scrolling. We are from, you know, I I guess I can fit in this too mode because I'm almost 40, I'm 37, but I can fit in this mode where actually you heard not good stuff on the in person, right? Joke circle, all this stuff, and we've built up this this tough skin to an extent. But when you got someone that you don't know, you've never seen, you're never going to see them probably ever in your life. And they're saying all these crazy things if you decide to share anything, right? And there's Mm -hmm. no consequence to it. Eventually, if you keep reading it enough, it's going to affect you. Of course. If you, if you believe it, if you believe it, that's my, that's what I, that's what I'm uh, worried. Again, I say worry, like, Every time I write something, every time Marcus writes something, every time Haynes says something on TV or writes something, we know that there's going to be a certain percentage of people, no matter what we say, no matter what it is we're writing about, they're going to say, you suck, you're terrible, how do they pay, why do they pay you, you're the worst, you're awful. And you can choose to wallow in that and go, oh my God, maybe I am awful. Or you can just say, I don't know this dude, I don't know this this per- this egg on Twitter, why do I yeah, care what they say? Yeah, you different era, DA. Why yeah, does, that's different era. I don't era. care what they say. I, they don't know me. I don't know them. They're not my friend. They're not my daddy. They're not my... You know what I mean? Like, you think, DA, you come from that background. You came from that era, man. You know what I mean? You came from that era. Hey, y'all watch... It's hard for watch, me to understand. Y'all watch... Um, It's an earthquake comedy special on um, Dave Chappelle's on Netflix. Bro, I was crying. Oh. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. Right. He talking about the kids nowadays. He says, man, back in the day, they couldn't handle the whoopings we got back in the day. He said, I sent my son to, to his room for punishment, and he sent me a suicide note. Damn, I can't take it no more, girl. <laughs> I know. It's just... And, and here's the thing, hey, like, I don't even think... I don't even hey, think it how was many hours of therapy would they up. need? How many you, hours of therapy would they need if they had to pick their own switch? You know, <laughs> pick your own switch. Did we train ourselves wrong? I don't, that's another a, pushback. That's a fair question. I look at like that. Probably, probably. Like, that's a fair question. That's like we've question. allowed ourselves to like 
be to be traumatized, yeah, yeah. <laughs> regularly, yeah. and to be condi- like, yeah, to condition it and welcome it. I'm stronger than you because I can handle trauma better, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right, 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 right. It's a, it's yeah. a little, it it's, it's yeah. a little wild to, way to think about it, right? Yeah, right. Because they've said, you know what? I don't want the trauma. I reject it. We're like soft. Right, right. <laughs> I'd rather not be crippled mentally by what happened yeah. to me when I was alive. When that said, Hayes, I was in tears at the earthquake. Hey, I was. Hey, Mark, hey, another thing he said, he said, earthquake said, he said, yeah. When, back in the day, my mama make us sit in the car while she go grocery shopping. She'll be gone for three hours and she'll say, you better stay in that car. He said, do we stay in the car? No, we'll get out and get some air. But then when we see her, we'll sneak back in the car. He said, kids nowadays actually. They, they actually stay, stay in the car and die. <laughs> <laughs> hey, staying in the car and dying is crazy. Yeah, so he's, like, he's like, we had enough sense to get out the car. And then exactly. when coming back, he's like, they just stay in there and die. Oh, dude, I was, I was yeah, in tears, I, yo. I hope people are not going to understand it. <laughs> no. But I no. understand what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> It's just—it's di- different. I don't—I don't put a value on it. I'm not saying it's better or worse. I'm just saying it's different. It's way different. And like I said, I don't even think I had it that hard growing up. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we had some things to deal with, but it wasn't like, yeah. like Chris Rock said, my, it wasn't real racism. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. my, <laughs> like hey, the dude jump hey. on your back and said Main Street. <laughs> hey, Trey, my my daughter tried to play me one time. Uh, she uh, so she was she made some decision, and I was like, I'm telling her like, listen. I don't even care about what the outcome. I was like, you just got to think in every situation. I want you to be calculated, be smart. This was not a smart decision, right? So she just, she, her head drooped. She started looking all sad. And I'm like, what, 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 what is wrong? Like, I'm telling you, she's like, are you saying I'm dumb? I'm like, how, how did you get How did you get from what I conversation? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, am I a bad father? I was, <laughs> I mean, I was like, you, you really you just, you really, days, you really just, yeah, yeah. But the idea I mentioned, this wasn't smart. And the leap was, oh, I'm, I'm like, how did you, Where I was so blown. She was like, she was like eight too. And I'm like, how in the world did you get from that? <laughs> and, it's, and like Hayes, it was like it was like you know it wasn't suicide note, but her whole thing just fell apart. She was like, "I'm like, whoa, whoa, what, what just happened? Yeah, right. right? <laughs> oh, Are you no. saying I'm dumb? Like, <laughs> it is literally zero to a thousand nowadays on it's everything crazy. you do. It was everything it's you do. Crazy. It's crazy. You do. I would have got popped for saying something dumb like that. You know, <laughs> boy, am I <laughs> I just, it's hard. It's just, I don't, it's tough to, it's, I, I, I sympathize. I really do sympathize with them because I don't know how you can live your life like this. I don't know how you can but live your life. Also, like but this. I also think too, it's really important. We say like, they are incredibly young, right? Yeah. And yeah. even though they're, they're six foot eight and we kind of lionize them as figures, yeah, they're, many of their brains ain't even fully developed. Right, right, yet. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's what so, I'm saying. Like, it gets. And back it looks to like, like they can handle it, but right, right. It probably. But that's what I'm saying. It comes back to you got to have a system in place, somebody to put to to shield you from some of this stuff. Okay. If it's traumatic to you, like I, I don't, I don't well, know. Well, take the young player out of it. Let's get to let's get to Westbrook. How yeah. is he handling it as a veteran player? I don't I mean, think he's. I don't think he's handling it well. Yeah. And I mean, and I, I sort of nah, like he he he, not, he he needs to learn a tried and true lesson that mm-hmm. they taught in the history of man: you reap what you sow. Oh, like, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, oh, 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 
Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has to hey. elaborate on that. Hey. Hey. Off the hook. All I'm saying, I will, I will happily elaborate. Patrick <laughs> Beverly's got kids. Uh, I don't know if mm-hmm. he do, but does he? he remember? Does. Oh, he, he's, 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 he's had he, kids since since high school. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought because I remember he tried out for the Warriors. But it's like when you run around saying he's a fraud, right? Like you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like Steph okay. Curry has children. When you call him a choir boy on TV, like you can't, you can't be. You can't be in the game and then decide to step out of it. Like yeah, we yeah. love Russ because yeah. he a G. Like he gonna say it, he gonna talk yeah. it. Yeah. Like so now when it's on yo, when you on the other end of it, you can't be like, well, hold on, y'all. I'm gonna say, no, I'm gonna say this, and Russ, not, I'm not even. It's not even like I'm defending Russ. I'm just saying, Russell Westbrook could always point to one thing. Yeah, but look at my my triple doubles. My team wins when I get a triple double, and it's true. It's facts. Like people don't want to believe that, but it's like okay, seventy five percent of the time he gets a triple double, his team wins. Would you take a 75% win percentage? Yeah, okay. I would. All right, you know what I mean? And this I'll is the first this when is the first done, time. Yeah, this is the first time he is playing bad. He's playing bad. There's no you can't sugarcoat it. You can't you can't like dismiss it. You can't put context to it. He's not playing well. He just isn't. And okay. I think when you're a great player, I don't know how great players they've never not played well. You know what I mean? Like they've never been bad on the basketball court. That's where they're great. And I'm I just take think- the Laker fans theory if he needs glasses. Oh, that was funny. That spaces, man. <laughs> that was funny. They were, somebody in spaces asked, they asked Russ, Russ's brother. His brother, yeah, his like, brother, yeah. yeah. Oh, he Did they really? I didn't see glasses? that. Is that right? It, oh, hey, even his man. brother was like, bro, what is she talking about? Oh, my God. Did they actually say that? Oh. No, actually. Oh. Yeah. The, oh, fan, the fan base really think he needs glasses. I mean, oh my God. they're crazy. They're not it's- even, like, lined up the right way anymore. Right, right, right. No, he's playing bad. And I don't know. I think he doesn't know how to deal with I'm playing bad in front of but, everybody. Like, yeah, let me say this. All right. Let yeah, what's your this. counter? Go let ahead. Me, let, me, let me ask. Let me add perspective to this. Because I told Dame about this. when I After I, I came in the league covering the Blazers, then I went to Cleveland to the Warriors. And so I had, I had, I've gotten a sense on following these teams on a day-to-day basis. There's different levels of winning. Period. So, D.A., when you mentioned that Russ wins, when he gets a triple-double. Okay, well, in OKC, winning is 50 wins, 55 wins a season. Sure. Make a little bit of noise in the playoffs. That's successful. And so when you're hyped up, remember, people getting on Russ's turnovers too. You know what I'm saying? He's having yeah. the same amount of turnovers. He, he's, he's done his, his other stops. It's just that the fact that he wasn't playing for the Lakers – where everybody actually watches most of the Laker games. It's right, magnified. Right. And so right. I'll say this, and this will probably take us down another road later on, but I would say this. There are stars that we consider to be great, the greatest amongst the greats, but they played in franchises where winning wasn't defined as championship or bust type of, of sure, franchise. Sure, sure. And Absolutely if they true. went, And if they actually went, Flaws and all, greatness and the flaws and all. If you actually put them in a situation where you got the limelight, everybody is watching you, championship above, bust, you're being scrutinized on every play. If they actually put you in that situation, in your prime, you would fold. You mm-hmm. would fold. And yeah. I don't know necessarily that Russ is 
I, I, we've never seen anything like this. Dude is hitting the side of backboards. You know, he, no, he can't bad. even bank shot no, anymore. No, it's it, bad. Yeah. It's, it's bad. bad. I don't think his game is deteriorated. I think it's a lot to handle. And on top of playing for the Lakers, playing next to LeBron James. Of course. That's yeah, well. Also, exactly. he's in yeah. a gener- he's in an era where this now becomes an indictment on his past greatness. And that's the flaw, right? It's like Russ is a Hall of Famer. Look, Russ I just, is a look, great player. Look, look, but people are using this now I'm gonna tell to you take this. away from that. He, that, took, that he took a Wizards team with Bradley Beal and a bunch of gutter balls and got them to the playoffs last year. But <laughs> playing, play, but playing, but playing but out of his mind. But D.A. You know, Steele. I know, he, it's not really the playoffs. Yeah, it's not really. The problem is, the problem is he's always put himself on par. And he's, you know, and he's got his fan base who put himself on par with the elites I, I, of right. the elites. I got you. I got you. I that, Marcus, I it's different. It, that's just different. Marcus, also, in, Ocl- in Oklahoma, he's a dime. In L.A., he's a four. There you go. Mm-hmm. And, and also, yeah, also, yeah. let's 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 put this in mind too. Is like when he's when he was in OKC. We we understand like if you come up in the Warriors organization, you have one of the top. PR staffs, Raymond Ritter, where right, right. he gets the guys that like the guys know how to bad games, good games. They know how to address the media. They will come forth. They'll be held accountable. Um, there's no really any friction. The, the team doesn't put you in a situation where there's going to be this divide between player and media. So mm-hmm. Russ was protected in OKC, where he may be able to say some things that he wouldn't get away with saying if he was in a bigger market. Like, one thing that I just don't think he was prepared for this situation. Like, a couple weeks ago, he said, like, he didn't have any expectations. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he goes and has a bad game, but he goes home to his family because it's bigger than basketball. True. Great perspective. True. But Laker fans don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. about raising banners. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Hey, no, that's LeBron, fair. LeBron can't get away with that. LeBron, right, right. Can you imagine and, and if LeBron, LeBron said that? Look, look, look what LeBron said a couple days ago. LeBron was like, man, Laker fans got a right to boo because they seen greatness, so I can't knock anything Laker fans do. And yeah. so it's like, I mean, he didn't help. <laughs> right, 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 right. I get it. I get it. I just, yeah. No, I know what, I get it. And it's fair. That's fair. I just, I just think... Boy, when I, it's very rare that you see a guy who who was who was an MVP, literally an MVP, play this bad in the NBA. Like it's not even like he can't like Jordan when he was in Washington. It wasn't that he played bad; he just couldn't sustain it. Like he could play good for like six eight minute stretches, but he couldn't be Michael Jordan. But he was still scoring twenty a game. You know what I mean? Like he was still shooting a high percentage. And, but with this, it's just like he's falling off a cliff, and hey, it's Dwight. like it's hard. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, Dwight, it's bad. Dwight's moved to LA. You yeah, know, some, yeah, some right, stars right, can't right. it. They yeah, can't, yeah, no, Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. Ramon, I done seen I done seen cats like Ramon Sessions. A lot of cats mm-hmm. act out, bro. Like, and they yeah, like, yeah. and they're good basketball players. Right, not right, right. That they're not good basketball players, yeah. but the immediate I say the Knicks and the Lakers for sure. No question. It's tough. It's, it's tough. You're gonna get you're gonna get pierced immediately. Yeah, he was talking crazy in the Thunder media sometimes, and Bruh, now that's what that, that's what I mean, like about getting I'm, what's coming back to you. Like Barry Trammell's got kids, bro. Like yeah. you yeah, out here killing fair. this dude that's publicly, fair. 
Like, so now, you know what I'm saying? My, my only thing is, like, I, 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 I'll criticize Russ for that. Like, nah, bro, you, your whole persona is toughness, and I can take it. You don't get the play. I think to, you should be writing a column yeah. about this in the athletic. But, <laughs> but at the same time, it's we're going to do this thing where somehow this means Russ wasn't great. And to me, that's crazy. No, like exactly. That's the part, exactly. and that's the that's that's what they have to deal with. That's different. All of a sudden, if you're not good, like we watched, well, we didn't watch it, but the, the sports world watched Millie, Willie Mays do this, right? That's Which, true, like, right? But right, it doesn't right. take yeah. away from the fact that this right. dude was one. Of, you know what I'm well, saying? Yeah, exactly. And maybe that's yeah. what no, I, you're right. I, you I can't always do say that you don't, nobody remembers Ali fighting Trevor Burrick at the end. Nobody. Nobody remembers his last fight with Trevor Burbick. Nobody, <laughs> you know. Ain't nobody gonna forget Russ airballing to the other side yeah. of the rim and hitting the, the corner of the backboard on the right. 15th. It was this bad. All right, I gotta go because I gotta watch. Speaking of this, I gotta go watch my son play baseball now. Let me stop. And that's a, that's a whole different. That's a whole another topic for another yeah. day. But uh, man, I, I love this show, man. We need to do this again. I love having you guys on. Love love to get you on again. And thank all of you for listening on our. Where, where are we? Spotify, Google Play. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember the other ones. Marcus, we want that five-star review. And, and sometimes people don't leave that five-star review, Marcus. What do they need to do if they ain't going to leave us five stars? They need to keep it to themselves. We're going to have four black men showing up at your house. You know what I'm saying? Podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, give us a room. In. Give us a room. We taking over your house with melanin. <laughs> a white like that four black men that's that's a good show title you know what i mean oh, bro, you know, <laughs> hey it's only a matter of time before we hey, get in throw, throw, throw the bag
listening in today had the opportunity to share that adventure over its developing and unfolding in the past months and years. It's our privilege today to share with you.